The first time I heard of Christina was when I happened upon her podcast. Little did I know that the words she spoke and the kind of unshakable faith that she displayed would stick with me. I do my part so God can do his. I distinctly remember her saying, my mind was blown. Fast forward to today, and I'm so excited that you get to experience her rock solid mindset for yourself. If you've ever found yourself wondering if you can completely uproot your life and choose a different path in pursuit of happiness and purpose, this episode is for you. We talk about how to stop shooting on yourself, own your worth, cultivate confidence, and ultimately decide it's your turn to live a life you love. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Christina LaCure. Christina is a former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach, motivational speaker, and host of the Decide It's Your Turn, the podcast. Through one-on-one coaching, mastermind programs, retreats, and Decide It's Your Turn, the network, Christina helps you to shatter limiting beliefs, become more confident, and holds you accountable to creating and executing your most purposeful and profitable life. Christina, welcome to One Simple Chef. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, girl. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so freaking excited to record this episode with you. I am just, I know it's going to be so juicy and I know that you have so many incredible mindset shifts up your sleeve. So I think it's going to be so powerful and I am just so excited to dive in. So before we do that, can you tell me, I read your bio, but I would love for listeners to hear in your own words a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a confidence and success coach. The reason why I do what I do is because my life was a basically a shit show up until 27, 28 years old. And externally, I looked really confident. I was called the intimidator for all of my college career in golf. And even before that, and I'll be honest with you in inside, it was not the way it was on the outside. And so I really dove into mindset work and basically all of the things in order to transform my life from where I was, which was basically a rock bottom situation. We can dive in that if you want to, but mm-hmm. overall, basically I got myself to a place where I am so confident in who I am and my responsibility on this planet. And I truly believe that every single one of us, you know, if you're a person of faith, you under- God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it. But for me personally, you know, I know that I was given a God responsibility on this planet to fulfill. And that's to help people step into their purpose, step into their confidence and for them to fulfill their responsibility here on the planet as well. And so that's what I get to do every single day. And I feel super, super blessed to be able to do it. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. There is like so much that I am so excited to ask you and so excited to dive into in this episode. But let's just start with that rock bottom place because you mentioned it. And I think that we're all a little bit curious to hear more about that and kind of what was going on in your life at the time. Yeah, girl, for sure. So um, grew up in Canada, a very normal middle-class family. I didn't play golf both my brothers play golf. My dad was a, a professional golfer in Canada. I worked at a golf course since I was really young, but I, uh, I always say that two things happened to me when I was like 17 or 18 years old. And I went backpacking right after high school. I was always an entrepreneur. I saved up some money. I went backpacking for three months by myself around, uh, New Zealand and Fiji came home and I looked a little different. You know, I had got my hair colored for the very first time. Maybe I'd lost a few pounds. I've never been a partier. So I probably lost weight when most people backpack and they gain 20. I probably lost a few. <laughs> yeah. home. I looked a certain way. I, I grew into my looks. I'll just say that. So I looked a certain way. People were giving me external validation for my looks. And then the same summer, I learned to play golf. And so I got really good really fast. And I always say like, that 17, 18 year old timeframe, I became an addict. I became an addict to the external validation of you're so smart, you're so pretty, you're so good, all of the things. And it was a drug to me. And so for the next 10, 15 years, I basically wanted more of that drug. And my thought process at the time was get skinnier, get better at golf, get more money, make more connections, you know, grow your career, and you'll continue to get that external validation that that hit per se, whatever you want to call it. And I did for a really long time. I had television contracts. I was very thin. I had modeling contracts. I had all the things. And my life on the outside looked amazing. Mm-hmm. On the inside, not so much. And it was about that 27, 28 year of age that I remember ironing in my bedroom at like two o'clock and I had just finished playing Q school, LPGA Q school for the third time to get my tour card where everyone said, if you got your tour card, your life was going to be set. And I was like, it was two o'clock. I was ironing. I was like 27 years old. I was like, holy shit, this was not supposed to be my life. And, you know, I was going to lose my relationship. Probably I was going to lose a lot. And for me, it was just kind of like that rock bottom that I was like, I know There is other people on this planet that have it way worse than I do, and they're a lot happier than I am. So how the fuck did they do that? And that's really when I dove into the mindset work. That's really when my faith came about. And from that moment on, I just became obsessed with understanding that you have the power to change your life by changing your thoughts. And you know, I became obsessed with it for like the next five years. And then my life slowly but surely started to change. And that's when my business to serve others in the same capacity came about. That is like such an incredible story. And I just, I love how you describe it because I think that you're right. Like as you're telling it, I'm like, wait, so like when, when does the rock bottom come? Like when does this, when does this like not sound dreamy? And I think that that's just such amazing evidence that like you really never know. Like both, I think when you're looking from the outside, right? When you're looking at others and you're only seeing probably like what scratches the surface, you just really never know how that feels internally. And I really resonated with your story because I remember feeling the same way when I ended up leaving my job in New York City. And 
you talk about that moment ironing. Like I had a moment on the subway when I was hauling my groceries home from Target and I was like, this is not my forever plan. Like, fuck this. Like I was so sick of my shoebox sized apartment, my long distance relationship and my like hour long commute to go like not even a mile. Like it was absurd. And I was just like this, like I'm basically building a life that I don't want. And and like, what's going to happen? How do we change this? How do we change course because this is not it. And like, I can see where this is going and I just know it's not it. Um, but I, I love the way you describe that because mine would have been a very, very similar thing. Like a girl works at large fashion brand in New York City, girl attends runway shows, girl makes, you know, designs collateral and marketing collateral for really important events with celebrities. Like, yeah, sure. sounds dreamy. But like on the inside, I was like, this, this sucks. Like I need out basically. And like that was what led me through my journey of trying to find what my thing was essentially. And that's a long windy story too. But I just, I love how you describe that because I think so often we think like, oh, well, everyone else must have it easier, right? Like everyone else just appears to be like so happy all the time. And it's like, I mean, 50-50 in my opinion, like I think, yes, most most of the time, like people have done a lot of work to get to that place. And that's the part we like to skim over is to be like, well, they were just like, born a happier person than me. And I think that that's just not how it is. I think like, like you said, you became obsessed with it. You became obsessed with trying to find what that was. So I just love that so much. Yeah, it's true. And I think that there's going to be so many people who listen to this podcast that resonate with it. Like put yourself in the story, whether it's a fashion career in New York or whether it's a professional athlete or whether it's, you know, becoming a lawyer because that's what your parents told you you should be doing, or that's being a mom, stay-at-home mom, because that's what you were told to do. Like, I mean, it's all of the above. I say, like, you know, you're shitting on yourself all day long, and, like, that is just, like, the most miserable experience ever. You know, I know the reason why we're doing this podcast is because we have the same coach, and (laughs) Lacey always thinks it's so funny that I say, you're going to die. And I (laughs) am very... I I really am. I'm just like, wait a minute, you're going to die soon. Like, what are you doing? Like, and it's a hundred percent the truth. Like I have this weird knowing that life is super short and I always have. And like, I think that that's like a bad thing and a good thing. But like, for me, I use it as a good thing because I'm like, no, 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 life is right now. And like, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And I'm so fortunate and blessed. I should probably knock on wood that I've never really had that real experience. I mean, I lost my best friend when I was 18 and maybe that was like a shift in my brain, but whatever it is, I think it's a gift that I have. And I'm like, no, no, you're going to die. And so like, I really tell clients that all the time, like, what's like, why, why not? When you die, like when you get to your last days of life, are you going to be pissed that you did the thing? Are you going to be upset that like someone like called you out and didn't think that you had you should be doing the thing. No, you did the thing, like whatever it is, like whether it's climbing a mountain, starting the business, not having kids, not getting married, getting married, having kids, whatever it is, like don't get to the end and regret all the things you didn't do. I would much rather like do all the things. And I think that's just an incredible amount of perspective that most of us don't have. Like, I really do think that's a gift you have is like being able to see that because I would agree. Like most people probably aren't thinking about it from that lens, but it does bring a level of perspective. That's like, holy shit, you're right. Like you're not going to care that 
so-and-so from high school didn't support your business or like left that one comment on Instagram. Like, is that really going to be the standout moment in your life where (laughs) that made the difference? Like probably not. Right. And I think that that's just such an incredible amount of perspective. So tell me, (laughs) I'm so curious, like, I know that your faith is important to you and I know that you have mentioned that a few times. So talk to me a little bit about how that how you cultivated that or how you got to that point. Because it's interesting that you brought up that we both coach with Lacey because that was something I felt like I had gotten super far away from before I started coaching with her because I really lost that lens, that like filter of there is something out here bigger than I am, right? Like there is something else that is like picking up basically like meeting me halfway, the other 50%, right? Like I can take the ball so far, but there is something bigger than me that is bringing it over the finish line, right? And I think that that was one of those things that has really helped me in my business, both to keep going, but also to believe in something bigger than I am. So I'm so curious about how that journey looked for you and how that really came about. Yeah, it's funny because I don't really, and maybe I'm wrong because I've never really asked her, but I've never really looked at Lacey as like a faith-based person. Like right. it's really, it's it's super weird. I, I've, you know, I think the world of her, I definitely think that, you know, she's helped my business a ton, but man, it's really a kind of a cool thing because we are very much, very different in so many perspectives of of life. We think completely different. And I actually think it's one of the coolest things for me because I have clients who are like, so far different than me and some that are exactly the same as me. And I actually like that I have that because it keeps me more in the middle and it keeps me grounded and it allows me to remember the human as opposed to all of the other things, especially in the world that we live in right now. Everything is so polarizing, like left, right, black, white, pink, purple, Mm. yes, no, good, bad, all of the things. And so I think it's nice that um, I have someone who I really respect that like has a completely different view. But going back to the the faith thing, you know, for me, I always say I, I get I get in trouble, and clearly I could care less. But <laughs> um, I do get in trouble from a lot of very strong one way path Christians because I do say God and I say fuck. I do say you can believe in God source universe doorknob, whatever it is. And the reason why I do that and the reason why, you know, well, a lot of people don't like it, but for me personally, coming from a background where I did not have faith, I know if I was a one road straight Christian who was like, nope, it's either yes or no, good or bad, black or white, right or left, I would have never found my faith. I had to kind of tiptoe into it in the beginning. And I will tell you how I found it is because I was trying to do life by myself. I was trying to be God. And as a type A Enneagram three personality, strong, 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 I was trying to do it all myself. And guess where that got me? absolutely miserable and not even anywhere near happy nor satisfied nor you know at peace with my life. And so I knew that people who had faith had some sort of something that I didn't have. And that was really when I started honestly how I really started was like the Joel Olstein Oprah feel good pastor where I started listening to things that were a little bit like faith based Christianity based, but it was more of like, there's something else 
if you just believe it. And for me, that's where my faith journey started. And now I will tell you, you know, God is my, you know, that is my, what I believe. And I am a Christian and I do tithe a hundred percent and I go to church and I do all the things, but I'm not, you know, for me, like church can be everywhere. I talk to God everywhere. Like I have full out conversations that do not have to happen under a church roof. You know, I feel like I am just as worthy of a Christian, um, you know, sitting at my desk and talking to God here as I am, you know, going to church four days a week. Um, I will say that that doesn't float with everyone, but I also believe too that, you know, we're each here on this planet. And my, my belief is that we're each here on this planet for a purpose. And I know every single solitary day, I get someone in my DMs or someone approaching me about like, holy cow, what do you mean? You can believe in God and like act like you and, you know, do all the things that you do. And to me, that's a lot. Like, I think our job on the planet is to bring people to God, bring people to their faith, bring bring people to, you know, trusting that, you know, Jesus is. And for me, it is that's just my way of doing it. And I'm totally cool with it. I know that like when I put my head on the pillow at night, I feel so good about what I do. Um, and I know a lot of people don't really like it. And that's, you know, I, there's a lot of things that I don't like about a lot of people, but that's their journey. And this is my journey. And, and I feel really good about how I show up on, on the planet. You know, one of the number one things in my life is integrity and when I go to bed at night, I feel good about what I'm doing and who I am and where my where my belief is and where my faith is. And am I perfect? Fuck no. And am I on a journey every single day? Absolutely. But for me, I cannot exist without believing that there is something greater than myself. Because when I try to do it myself, it doesn't go well. Yeah, right? I think it's so funny we ended up having this conversation here. This wasn't something I like thought about ahead of time. We're just kind of rolling with it. But it is so interesting because it's funny. I don't think Lacey, like, I mean, again, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's one of those things she like winds into a lot of her coaching. It was more like, I just kept coming back to this spot. Like we kept hitting this spot in coaching where it was like, but what do you believe? But what are your beliefs here? Like, tell me what you believe. And I just could never answer it. I was like, well, I don't like, I could see both sides. I could see like, you know, I could, I'm a very creative person. So I can like imagine all the possibilities. Right. But like, there was nothing that I felt like that sold on. Right. And it was funny. She actually um, sent me a Mike Dooley book that called leveraging the universe. And it was like the first time, cause I grew up in like, you know, a fairly religious family, like going to church every Sunday, you know, doing the things, all of that. And like, I went to a Catholic high school and I felt like I had just like, I had seen a very structured side of religion. And that was like what I was like, not on board for. And instead of like trying to find a way where like that would work for me, I was almost like anything but that, like completely rejecting, right? So all of a sudden this like concept that there could be like the universe and it could actually be God and it could, fuck, I don't know, could be the same thing, right? Like all of a sudden it opened up this potential for me to believe in something that was bigger than me. And like you said, when you're trying to do it all alone and just finding that it's just not working, and then all of a sudden you open up to something that is bigger than you and things just start happening in this almost like serendipitous way, you start to 
like some dots start to connect, I guess is like the best way I can describe it. And that was kind of my experience with all of a sudden, like feeling like it wasn't all on me, feeling like I could actually decide what I wanted and trust for the universe to meet me halfway, trust for God to meet me halfway. And also just totally be open. Like one thing that I loved about what you said is like, you're like, you know, God, the universe, source, doorknob, whatever. Like I really take the opinion that like, it, it really doesn't matter. What matters is finding what feels true to you and not trying to like muscle through it and do it all on your own. And I think that that's like, that's so powerful because then it just feels like you're not trying to go at it alone, in my opinion. Totally. Uh, two things that came up for me there. The first thing is, I think the main reason why I needed to be like to find something greater than myself and how I really like how it shifted everything in my every ounce of my core was I never believed I was worthy without doing like Mm. it came my doing was why I was worthy and I still fall into those traps I am still a type a personality who loves like proving something right but my worthiness came from how skinny I was how I was playing golf what contract I was getting how much money I was making all of the things For me, everything shifted when I was worthy, period. Like worthy, Mm. period. Like we are born worthy. And so like for me, that was the biggest game changer of my life because I was like, holy fuck, you're telling me like if I don't win a golf tournament, I'm still cool. If I'm sitting on the ass, uh, sitting on my ass, I'm still cool. If I'm like making a billion dollars a year, I'm still cool. If I like all of like I, that was just like, absolutely mind blowing to me. And when I finally got that, it made everything else so much easier. And like, I do find that most of us, you know, fall back into our one or two habits. You know, I think oftentimes, you know, we're all wounded people just trying to like write the ship per se, because we are all like screwed up from our parents, no matter how amazing they are. We're all just like really wounded, screwed up humans. So our job is to like, figure out what is true for us and like Mm -hmm. write that ship in some way. Right. But for me, it was like the worthiness thing. I was like, holy shit, like this changes the game. Right. Because like I could not continue to push myself to the absolute limit and get so sick and be so miserable trying to earn my worth when I realized, Oh damn, I've already got it. Perfect. Cool. Now everything else is just gravy. Like, that's fucking game changing. And I think what you said there about like in the, in the traditional, very, you know, I live in the South, I live in Arkansas and, you know, I've been down here for 18 years and there's like some strong Southern Baptist, hardcore religious people. Right. Yeah. And I will tell you one of the greatest gifts of my life is hosting retreats for women where they get to come and like, I call it the breakdown to breakthrough and like where people mm-hmm. to realize that like, oh my gosh, I am not like born completely unworthy. And like, like I had no concept that people believed they were born absolutely like using the rest of their life to prove their worth. And, you know, shifting that in some people where people realize that they are worthy period. And you don't have to spend your whole entire life proving your worth has been absolutely game-changing and life-changing for a lot of people. And 
I think that that's one of the coolest things ever. You know, it's, I came to golf so late that I wasn't worn down. I came to my faith so late that I wasn't worn down. And I think it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. That's awesome. I truly believe that confidence in your business begins with confidence in yourself. Not only that, but it's more like a dial than a light switch. It's something that you turn up bit by bit over time, rather than simply waiting for the day the switch will flip. Because what I've found to be true is that it hardly ever happens that way, and expecting it to can keep you stuck. The same holds true when it comes to your confidence around sales. You don't have to have a natural-born talent for sales to believe in yourself, your business, and your offer, and be compensated accordingly. That's exactly what I'm here to support around and why I love offering my free sincere sales coaching calls. Together, we'll get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge when it comes to sales, whether it be confidence or something else entirely, and do a deep dive on how to shift it so you can close sales with more ease than ever before. I only do a few of these each week, so grab a time that works for you at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. Now to what we're actually here to talk about today. We're here for it all, girl. This is going to resonate with everyone. This is why it's happening, right? Like God put this on our our hearts today to talk about that. Like someone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, what? I am worthy? What in the fuck? How is this possible? Who is this chick? She cusses and says God? Who is she? Yeah. Right. We could wrap up now. This is all yeah, exactly. slowly got for you guys now. Um, so can you tell me, I know that your brand, your business, your purpose, so much of what you have built is based around the idea of deciding. And I know that that comes into play in so many different ways in a mindset, pers- like from a mindset perspective, but from a business perspective, from a deciding what you want perspective, like Talk to me about how that became what you knew you had to do in this business. Yeah, for sure. So I I believe the power of deciding it's your turn can absolutely change your life. I don't believe that there's any wrong decisions. And I think like the most successful people in this world make really fast decisions because Mm. honestly, like the minute you can make a decision and own that decision and know that it's the right decision for you, you don't have to choose that decision every single time. But like there is so much uh, one of my good mentors and friends, Lori Harder, she uh, she and I were doing a podcast together and she said, indecision is still a decision. And do you know how many people in this world live on the fence of indecision? So many. Mm. And oftentimes it comes, you know, back to what I was talking about, about childhood wounds, where we're all like, like if you were told like everything you did was wrong, Oftentimes, you're going to grow up into an adult that cannot make a decision, paralyzed with fear of being like making the wrong decision because you always felt like you made the wrong decision no matter what decision it was. Like, do you want to choose water or sparkling water? For some people, that's really hard to do because they are so... It's true. I swear to God. No, I know. I'm just sitting here going sparkling water every time. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Actually, it's so funny. I don't know if this is on video, but one's water, one's sparkling water. So funny. But um, we're here for it, guys. Um, But 
all of that to be said, I think like for me, the bet, the best thing I could have ever done was deciding it's my turn, deciding it's my turn to get my shit together, deciding it's my turn to start a business, deciding it's my turn to lose the weight, get in the relationship, get out of the relationship, own my worth, whatever it is, choose the water, the sparking light water, whatever it is. And if you can make a really fast decision every single time, you can go further faster. And I'm just a big believer that so many people like live in this indecision and it's like a sad place to be. So like make a decision and make a quick decision. And I I believe confidence is built by taking action and taking action helps you become more motivated. Like the minute you take action, like I I get up between four and five every single morning. I have really solid routines. I work out, I do all the things. Am I wanting to do these things every day? Absolutely. 100% a hard no, but I also no, like a hard no, like 100%. But I also want the life that I have. I also want the longevity. And so what I've done is I've created the ability to make really fast decisions. You know, the Mel Robbins five, uh, five second rule. That was like a huge thing, right? Like that was like, she turned like the tiniest like mindset trick ever into like a billion dollar career. Right. But it's true. Like make a decision and move on, make a decision and move on. And I think for so many people it's hard. And sometimes you have to start with something as simple as water, sparkling water. And it doesn't mean that you can like you have to choose sparkling water forever. It means next time you can choose water, but don't hold yourself back from doing the thing that you want to do. Like decide, make a decision and roll on and be confident in the decision that you make, knowing that you can make a different decision next time. And I think for me and for my clients, it allows them to just like hold true on the decision, like no wavering, no riding the fence. And I think for a lot of people, that's very, very helpful. So I just want to say it's so interesting. This I was going to tell you this after the show, but this is like perfect for the recording here. But you made a decision about being a guest on this podcast so quickly. Like that happened within a span of hours, like hours. I don't think I have ever... Like it was like booked on my calendar. I had the Google Docs. Like maybe you have a phenomenal team. I don't know. But like that whole thing happened so quickly. So when you say like decide quickly, like I can tell everyone listening to this that like Christina practices what she preaches here because that was like the fastest thing that had like I've ever experienced as far as podcast guests go. I'm like, I'm not even saying that to be like people are super slow. I'm just saying like, I think that there's something really powerful in making that decision and moving forward that quickly, because I think that the mindset that a lot of people take around that is like, I'm a yes, I know I'm a yes, but there are other things that rise to the top and like that will go on the bottom and then I'll get around to it. And like, just to see that like, that happened in like a span of hours, what normally happens for most people in the span of like two weeks. And that's not to like bring blame or shame around that or anything. But I think that that is really powerful just to see like how quickly stuff can happen when you do decide and you go all in and you make it happen. So I just love that so much. Oh, well, thank you. And, but I actually think it's, it's super true, right? Like right in that moment, think about all the things that I can accomplish now that that's off my brain, you know, like 
at the end of the day, literally decision fatigue is so freaking real. Like the fact that I am doing this podcast tonight, the only reason why I'm doing it is because I'm speaking in one of my girlfriends, uh, one of my clients groups tonight, like in an hour after this podcast. And I typically try not to work after like three or four o'clock because I wake up at four o'clock. And so like my day is pretty much done. Decisions are made. I am so high vibrational throughout the day. I'm usually like shot by five o'clock. However, I also think too, like one of the reasons why I can take on as much as I, as I take on is because it's just like decision, go decision, go decision, go. Like there's no like doubting. Like I could have like Googled you up and I could have like checked out the podcast and thought about it for two days. Like should ask my, like all of the things. No. And like, I did all of that myself because I keep my own calendar because I know I want to get as much in a day as I possibly can. And I think that that's something to remember too, is that like, I always look at everything that I am blessed to be able to do. Like I know that there's a lot of fake bullshit online, but like one of the greatest like pleasures of my life is for people to like actually see me as the real person that I am. And like, I'm the same person on social media, off social media, meet me in person or not. And I look at this as such a freaking opportunity of life. Like I am literally like, I don't really know you, but I, I, you know, I've, I followed you ever since you asked me, I knew you were a client of Lacey's and like, we've been on those social hours and things like that. Like, I really truly believe it's a blessing. Like you're, your followers send me a DM or whatever. I feel like that's such a blessing. Like I, and I think that all goes back to like, I understand that life is short. Like this is never going to be like, like, Oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. I should have been doing the other thing. It's no, because I always say yes to everything. Like I, I just go, I just decide, like make it fucking happen. Do it. Like this is life. And I'm not going to regret living life. I know that for sure. Ugh, so good and like so powerful just for people to to like see how congruent that is I think is really powerful because I think like you said there are so there's so much out there where I think people feel like they don't really know so and so or it's different online than it is if they were to meet them as a real person and I just love that you're like nope this is me I show up I do the thing I see it as an opportunity and we go from there kind of thing I just think that's amazing and I don't have to make the same decision next time. If I'm like, you know what? That was a bad decision. I'm going to do something different next time. I can make that decision. But I think like so many people stop themselves. Like the number one thing I see in my business, and I'm sure you see something very similar, is people are so worried about what other people are going to think. People are mm-hmm. so worried about like, you know, do they have the experience? People are so worried about like, is it going to monetize? People are so like all of the little things that people get so caught up in, they get so far down the road that they like, they paralyze themselves from even taking the first decision. So like make some really small decisions. Like if you are a person, I want you to leave this podcast with a tangible. So if you are a person who like literally feels like they have a hard time making a decision, I want you to intentionally try to make like, if you're a morning person, I'm such a morning person, like my life is like, I'm just operate so much better before noon yes. like every day. Like you want to do a 4am call? I'm here for it. 4pm <laughs> call, it's a little different. But um, all that to be said is like, figure out when you operate the best. So like, let's say you're a noon person, like start making like four or five little decisions at noon, like fast decisions, like pick a menu, pick something, go with it. Don't ever doubt it. Like water, sparkling water, go do it. Like, you know, 
walking up and down the stairs five times, do it, like whatever it is. And then that will help you make the bigger decisions because you're training your mind that you can make fast decisions. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. And you're so right. Like that is where people get bogged down. Like that is where so many people get stuck is like, again, what will people think? Comparison. So-and-so is doing it better. Is there even room for me here? Like just that shift alone of deciding like, yeah, there is room for you. How are you showing up? Like what's the next decision that needs to be made? Like, I love that so much. And I think you're right. Like things just happen so much faster when you back yourself in that way. So that is incredible. I love that so much. And I would love to know if listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm on IG pretty much like that's the only place I show up. I'm like not really a Facebook person. Are you a Facebook girl? No, I'm mostly IG too. Oh, good. Yeah, I just I I'm I can go there like, you know, Lacey's group is on Facebook and things like that. Like I'll pop in here and there. But no, if you really want to get a hold of me, I'm B Christina because my last name is very hard. Um, B Christina. And the reason so it's B E. Christina's like be Amanda, be Katie, be Karen, be Christina, be whoever. But um, the reason why I did that is for such a long time, my social media handle was golf Christina and my worth was tied to golf. I'll tell your audience like the, the day that I switched from golf Christina to be Christina, I actually had to buy, buy my handle for like 300 bucks from some what? chick in like Germany. <laughs> oh yeah, swear to God. Like she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This like young girl in Germany. She was like, I'm so thankful to her. Like still to this day, I probably could never get a hold of her. But yeah, I paid like 300 bucks. I was like, again, fast decision. Like I did it in like two seconds. Um, Just like, I don't even know Venmo, PayPal back in the day, you know, five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was. But I think the reason why I did that is because my worth was tied to golf Christina, but it was the scariest thing I've ever done. But in that moment, I just had to realize that I was going to be Christina. So like Christina, the golfer, I'm still, I'm still golf Christina. I play all the time. I'm wife, Christina. I'm coach, Christina. I'm daughter, Christina. I'm Christina sitting on my ass, whatever it is. But being Christina is my job. Like I was put here to be Christina and no one else. And for me, that's the reason why I changed my handle. And it's super interesting. Like so many of my clients now are you know, just some people change it to I am Christina or I be Christina or whatever, whatever their, their name is. But I love it because that is truly our main responsibility on the planet is to like really live out your responsibility. There's no one else on this planet that can do what I am doing in the way that I am doing it. And it's exactly the same for your listeners. So don't forget, be Christina. Come see me on on social media. I mean, I'm there. I'm there every single solitary day. Have never missed a, a story post in over four years. So I'm there. She really is, guys. She really but is. I really am. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for all that you shared with us today. I think this was an incredible conversation. Not at all what I thought we were going to cover, but I think those are always the best ones. So I'm just super grateful to you for joining me. And I know that people are just going to get so much out of this and help them decide what they want to pursue and what their own purpose is. And I just think that that is such a beautiful mission. Cool. Thank you, girl. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. 
If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. It's interesting you b- brought up that we both, both, oh my gosh, words. 